Talking Pop. My name is Jennifer Smith. I'm here with my fabulous co-host, Tim Capel. How are you, Tim? Talking Pop with Talkin Jennifer pop. Smith and Tim Capel. Do you remember? Um, Vaguely, I was told this show did not exist anymore. Yeah, no. I, I had to resurrect it because I had something I wanted to talk about, and I got nowhere Good. else to put it. I got nowhere else to go with this topic, my life. So that's the trash heap that is talking pop. Yeah, I, I think that's a good way to describe it. Um, the show is just kind of a repository for things that don't fit anywhere else. Yes. And I really like the topic that uh, you came up with. So like I was war dildos, they just don't fit, you know? Right, right. Like trying to fit a, um, a circular dildo into a uh, um, trapezoidal hole. Anyway, um <laughs> Uh, I apologize for that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, anyway, we, um, we're going to be, uh, taking a trip kind of into the supernatural, maybe a month late, but that's okay. Um, that's how we do things. We, uh, you know, the last two years, I think we did Halloween, uh, centric mm-hmm. episodes, sort of. Mm-hmm. And, um, as far as I'm concerned, it is still, um, Halloween season. I have decided I will not be, Acknowledging Christmas this year. Oh, um, nice. That's perfect. Right. Yeah. And uh, Thanksgiving is fine. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. But I'm um, just going to, like, do a, an extended Thanksgiving, or excuse me, extended Halloween mm-hmm. right on into Thanksgiving and Christmas can get to fuck, basically. So I'm with yep. you on that. And I feel like everyone is pretty depressed right now. And... It has zero energy for these holidays anyway. I don't think you're Yeah, right. I'm really drained this time. It's not yeah. so much even depressed, although I'm not going to lie. I feel like um, I've been so stressed out lately that it's definitely like fraying at those mm-hmm. those mental circuit breakers that, that you have. Like I, I think that's, in my case, what I've realized causes more depression than anything is just the utter exhaustion of, of like not getting a break for too long a time until you just bottom out. Yeah. But, um, you know, I've been pretty good about the last few years, like trying not to take too much on. And that's been good for my mental health. There was a time when I was like, I would describe myself as being chronically depressed and it got to a, um, a really, really bad place. I would say, four or five years ago, and, um, yeah, it was like, once I, I came out of that, which, and I didn't even really do anything special, it just, it's almost like it just had to run its course, I, I don't even know how else to describe it, it's kind of been, like, in remission, which is a weird way to talk about depression, but I, know I don't know how else, yeah. I don't know how else to talk about it, when it's something that 
has just been a lifelong struggle. Right. And so I'm always, I guess the point of that is just to say that I'm, I'm always a little bit like worried and, and waiting for that, that other shoe to drop and uh, for it to come roaring back. And mm-hmm. so far it has not mm-hmm. knock on wood, but I'm like, all right, let's, you know, something's got to give here. Um, and I've decided that what's going to give is Christmas. I'm just, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going all out. I'm not doing the most. I just, and I, you know, my hat's off to anybody who loves Christmas, loves this time of year, is looking forward to it. Great. Have a blast. Right. Hopefully I'll be in better spirits next year, but it's just sort of become more of an every other year holiday for me. <laughs> just bowing out. You know, I, I bowing I'm, out. I'm with yep. you. I mean, unfortunately, I don't know that I have that option or do I? You know, it's like if I don't do it, does mm-hmm. it happen? <laughs> uh well, and Probably would that not. be the worst thing if it didn't happen? <laughs> I mean, also that. Um, sometimes you kind of have to not do something to to show somebody that you mean business, right? Because people just assume that like you have a magic wand, you know. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, you know, I really don't. And if I don't do this, then um, I'm just you know never going to hear the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, or it's like nobody notices. Is that worse? Is that um, worse? Like, oh, you didn't. I don't know. Well, I, I didn't even notice. Like, what? It's like, what well, the actual thought. Um, I think I would be like, well, that was easy. I guess that's going to be the new tradition. Well, <laughs> uh, so anyway, I but it's it's like a gloomy vibe. So I think mm-hmm. that, and I I've just been like deep into some. I don't know if you know who this is. I think I I don't know that we've talked about this before, but do you know who Art Bell is? Uh, yes. Um, is that the, um, not the, the coast to coast? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, not Space Ghost, but, um. No, no not Space Ghost, Ghost, or Ghost. The, uh, <laughs> the long running, uh, radio. Right. Program radio program and. Focused on the paranormal. Yeah. And heavily. And shit yes. like that. Anything. Anything freaky. Um, mm-hmm. so there is a podcast that is just the Art Bell Tapes. So it's just like, oh, my God, so many hours of art. Oh, man. And so I've been sort of deep diving into those, and I'm like, I don't know. I want to talk about this crap. <laughs> and I want, well, I'm with you. Yeah. I want to talk about cryptids. Cryptids, yes, meaning um, animals, we think, <laughs> that mm-hmm. may or may not exist. Probably not, but um, who knows? So things like, you know, everybody's familiar with Bigfoot or Sasquatch or maybe you call it the Stink Ape, whatever. All kinds of local legends. Stink Ape. Um, There's, of course, uh, Bat Boy, who was really popular, popular celebrity in the 90s. If you ever picked up the weekly world news, Um, you remember all the Bat Boy stuff with... um, Bat Boy found found in a hurricane after Hurricane Andrew spotted in Florida. Bat Boy sighted. Like it was just like every, I don't know. After every major disaster, it seemed like there would be a Bat Boy story in that fucking tabloid rag, um, which was a lot of fun. Um, I do love a Bat Boy story. I love a Bat Boy story. I love a um, a Mothman story Me as too. well. Yes. Um, we. 
we talked about the the film the mothman prophecies with mm-hmm. uh richard Gere, and who plays the wife in that Oh, uh, not Diane Lane because I'm thinking of. Like, I knew you were going to think Diane Lane because uh, it's the same year as that movie. And I, yeah, anyway, um, uh, Laura Linney. Yeah, Laura fucking Linney. Yes. Yeah, um, yes. So I remember seeing that in the theater, and um, I think I did too. It's like I don't know. I feel like I want to rewatch it and. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, we tried to before starting this this podcast. We were going to put that on. It's not streaming anywhere that we have access to, obviously. Um, but I just remember having such a such a like uh, um, kind of creeping, foreboding tone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it just kind of gets under your skin. Uh, it's like a slow burn anxiety attack of a movie. As as I recall, I don't know if I would still have All that reaction. All the now. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, compared to daily existence. Um. So, what do you yeah. know about the Mothman? Um. Well, all I really know is that I, I'll I'll say that um I was kind of familiar with the legend before that movie, and that's what got me interested in the movie. There was this. Um. You may have had the same experience. In elementary school, uh, once a week, we would go to the library and check out, you know, two to three books. And after a while of doing that week after week, you sort of you sort of picked your favorites. You would kind of go back to the same books over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I did. And there's this one about urban legend. It wasn't called urban legends, but that's what it was. It was all cryptozoology. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was written at, like, I don't know, an elementary grade school level. It wasn't really for kids, but it was it was the type of thing you found in a public school library. Right. And, um, yeah, the Mothman was, was one of the stories in that book. I, God, I wish I knew what the damn book was. I bet a lot of people, a lot of kids... You know, from the late 80s, early 90s, are probably familiar with it. And um, it had, like, little neat illustrations throughout as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't recall it saying anything about um, how the Mothman was this, um, this like, omen mm-hmm. for a, to a tragic event, which is how it's presented in that movie. Like, people would have all these sightings. Right. Before something terrible happened, like a you know the death of a loved one, or an accident, or a natural disaster, you know, and uh, that's that's how it's um, that's how it plays out in that film. Mm-hmm. And I think the most distinguishing feature for for most people is just the red eyes, the the beady red eyes that just stare right through you, and the huge wings, the huge wingspan. Yeah, it's just really intimidating but um what do you yeah, make of that man i don't know what that i mean I, I think it's interesting in that it's not just oh hey i saw this thing but it's it's tied to some kind of existential events you know mm-hmm. where it almost uh it, it goes beyond like just a weird biological <laughs> phenomenon which is what a lot of these things are 
and it kind of steps into that supernatural realm. Um, so that one is, is a little bit, I guess maybe less believable to me, but. Oh, less and, believable. Yeah, just because, cause I don't, you kind of lose me when you get, well, because I saw this, it means it's a mm-hmm. sign that this, that, or the, I don't really believe in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like I am, if you want to say there's a molder and a scully on this podcast, <laughs> I am definitely the scully. <laughs> Well, obviously. Um, so I, I definitely have more of a skeptical attitude. And, I'm, you know, it, it's not to be an asshole about it. I just think it's important to lead with, like, science first yeah. and question and not leap to whatever crazy conclusion and just buy into whatever. I, I just at – a, at a big picture level, um, I just think that is important. Um but yeah, if, if if you know somebody shoots them off, man, and you know drags its carcass uh, uh, away, and you know we get lots of great film footage, and <laughs> take it to a university lab and dissect it, and <laughs> we get all kinds of information we didn't have before. Sure. Oh, okay. That's all. But, uh, That's all you need. Uh, to believe. I need something. All right. I'm going to need something. Yeah. So that's need a lot more. So you than, think the Mothman is definitely like one of the six foot cranes or whatever the scientists say that it was. Um, it's yeah, bird, I would say, uh, a little I would say I'm more right, right. Or a transformer pole or something. Whatever. Oh, oh, okay. uh, a radio tower, a radio tower, um, a radio tower. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Or, or a crazy person, right? Or someone who is schizophrenic who saw something and freaked themselves out. You know, that happens. I mean, it just does. And, um, you know, of course, something terrible then happens because maybe that person has health is- mental or physical health issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's more of a sad reality, but, um, yeah, the stuff that is a little bit more steeped in the supernatural, I'm like, mm, don't believe it as much, but it's also more interesting to think about. All right. Well, so like a Bigfoot then where you add on Bigfoots, cause there's, you know, a video that's very popular that shows yeah. proof of Bigfoot. So what else does Scully need? <laughs> what else does Scully need? Um, here's the thing: we all walk around with these these uh, high resolution. Well, let, uh, let me let cameras. me ask this. Speaking uh-huh. of Mulder and Scully, let's watch this episode that we queued up. Right. So, in lieu of the Mothman prophecies, we decided to watch uh, just just to set the the mood uh, a random episode of the X Files um, because they dealt with a lot of stuff like this. And so and we're going to put that on. And and we both do love the X-Files. So we're going to put this on in the background. We're not really going to, I mean, if it grabs our attention, I guess we'll talk about it. But um, just to let people know, this is going to be Season 8, Episode 11. It is called The Gift. Uh, it is at a time period when David Duchovny has more or less left the show, but He's back to do this, like, flashback episode. It was kind of promoted as a big deal at the time. And I remember watching it at the time and thinking, what in the hell are they doing? Um, so he 
has a brain tumor and he's going to visit like a faith healer kind of thing and insanity is going to ensue from there so all right that's basically yeah. all you need to know after eight seasons i think the so. x-files yeah so. i mean this is following an abduction right um an alien abduction where Mulder um uh, is notably so yes being probed in a fetish chair um mm-hmm. it's it's a lot yeah but let's so, fire it up. Um, why don't you uh, count us in, Jenny? Three, two, one, play. Okay. I love I love a dramatic open. Yeah, this show always had the best cold opens, uh, right? Yeah, for real. <sighs> so anyway, Bigfoot. Um, I mean Bigfoot. So yeah. it's just one of those. I I don't know. I feel like it's similar to UFO sightings, where we've sort of, in a way. Like, I don't want to say answered the question without trying, but you would think we've got this all this grainy old footage of, hey, here's Bigfoot walking around in full color. But it's still like, I don't know. And, and <laughs> you know, the, the resolution is not great, let's say. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, It's like, well, maybe, but. Could also be a guy in a suit, right? <laughs> can't really tell. Just wears yeah. the, can't make out the zipper. Um, so it just seems like if that happened once, it would happen again. And if it happened again, we would have much better, much clearer footage with these cell phone cameras and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everybody – and that was back when nobody was walking around with a camera in their pocket. Exactly. Now, everyone has these – incredibly sophisticated high resolution uh cameras and and uh camcorders really um take photo you can take video whatever and it's going to be crystal clear and we just don't really we still don't really have anything better than that it's like mm, i don't know um because that's how that's that's why like i feel like uh, alien abduction or alien, uh, alien, not even alien stuff, but just UFO sightings have kind of, kind of dropped off. You know what I mean? It, it's not like the you don't hear about that all the time like you used to. Not to say that it's not still a thing. Um, and if anything, there's like even more official inquiry and interest yeah, around like that. It, the government's like already confirmed, like. For sure. That they don't know that there's stuff that they don't know what it is. You know? Yeah. Like um shit's flying around up here, dude. But we still like like why don't we have like great footage? Like because better they're than... aliens and they're tricking us and they're blocking us and they're wiping our memory with the little um, with the uh what's it called? Uh the the nebulizer yeah, or whatever. Nebulizer. <laughs> Neuralizer. I don't know what it's called. Neuralizer. Uh this up. Another day ago. Anyway, but I don't know. I just feel like the the aliens themselves are responsible for that. It's just like if they're if they're smart enough and capable enough to do that, then they just wouldn't be seen in the first place. I I don't know. Probably. I think. I we, think you know what? If they want to if, see if how we, we react, yeah. if we get into aliens, then I sort of think it's more. Um, and there have been theories about this as well. That, all right, let's say that there are these uh, spacecraft, if you will, fly, these, these UFOs, 
and um, let's say it is technology that is not of this planet, of this mm-hmm. earth, um, of human beings, I kind of think they're more maybe interdimensional than they would be yes. from outer space. Yes. Because if they're from outer space, then that gets into, well, they've developed faster than light technology. And that means, I mean, that's that's a level of um, advanced development that, I mean, they would be godlike by our Or, or like wormholes. Or, yeah, wormholes, something like that, which is kind of the same idea, I feel like. Um, um, or you're just folding space-time, you know? What about how? What if it's both? <laughs> uh, that there's different kinds out there. There's uh, different it, flavors there's, of. There's UFOs. like interdimensional beings that come mm-hmm. from other dimensions, and then there are people that are aliens that physically come from faster than light wormhole technology. I mean, maybe. Um, I just again, if you're get if you're getting into what do I personally find more plausible, I I think it's the the interdimensional. Like mm-hmm. maybe there was some kind of rift or something that a, a, something opened that wasn't supposed to for a, a brief window, and we saw something that mm-hmm. that it didn't even know that that we saw it. Right? It didn't like know sliders. That, yeah, yeah, and then it. it sealed itself back up and that was that um just just a glitch you know what i mean it's just i don't know for some reason the faster than light thing really gives me pause because it's like mm, really yeah that's it it seems like such a wild wild stretch i don't and i can't tell you why i just there's some kind of it it just seems like a a huge 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 leap i mean Maybe I'm just too steeped in sci-fi, but to me it seems inevitable. Like It may be inevitable, but it just seems like that's more millions of years <laughs> away right. from, right. you know. I, I don't know. It just It's hard to even comprehend that that could exist today, that any civilization is capable of that today, and they just sort of, you know, they can do that, and yet they zip around our atmosphere and get spotted sometimes and there's like oops uh all right headed home like it just i don't know (laughs) (laughs) okay um back to bigfoot uh or are you done with bigfoot i i I just feel like what what is it about bigfoot Mm -hmm. that makes it bigfoot if it's so obviously fake you know what is it about this phenomenon that yeah, why? People why are people give so up their whole lives? You know, like people try to build careers, and there's mm-hmm. been so many like fakes and like um, proven, you know, bullshit stories that it, it just. I mean, there's that whole TV show that was like devoted. It was like Finding Bigfoot. Find, or yeah, whatever, yeah. There's right? like whole expeditions, and it's like, and they do like multiple episodes across multiple seasons. I, <laughs> I mean, it's like. I don't know that they found Bigfoot, did they? The fucking History Channel is like the leading expert on Bigfoot. I'm like, this is yeah. a History Channel. But so, 
Is it because of the missing link aspect? Like, do we want to? Fill yeah, it could in be. That? Yeah, yeah. There's something about um, the idea of like, oh, it's an oversized primate that is somehow even more human-like than mm-hmm. you know apes as as we know them in the wild. Um, and yet it's enormous and it roams the forests of North America. I don't know. It's just, it, there's that like exotic aspect of it that takes maybe people from this co- continent and makes them feel a little bit closer to something that, uh, is way outside of their experience. Um, I don't know. Uh, but there's definitely like, there, there's definitely something to, Bigfoot having that kind of staying power, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like I mentioned how it's known by so many different names, even right. You, you sort of, are those all the same, just different like, names for the same yeah, thing? Like the yeti or, or, yeah. The, the yeti. There you go. Uh-huh. The yeti. Yeti, of course. Um, and do you buy that? Like the, the areas like Northern California or, or wherever the, um, Bigfoot uh, is found <laughs> in, in mm. Texas. I think gets a lot of like sightings, but like that, it's so vast that it's very possible that there's cryptids living. Yeah, up there I mean, in, in these forests, is it? It's possible? maybe not. Uh, yeah, it's maybe not so out there that you can say it's truly impossible. Um, I mean, this could be something that is profoundly endangered to the point of near extinction. It's just that rare. Um, because you got to think, uh, there's so many animals that we think of as being, like, prehistoric that kind of lingered into human civilization for a good few years um, that, you know, lived among humans, like, I don't know if this is a myth, but I mean, I've always heard that was true of like saber toothed tigers, um, which we think of as like chilling with the dinosaurs, um, and like woolly mammoths and stuff like, and eventually, yes, they do go extinct, but you know, you wonder like there's maybe other species that did manage to persist and become just more, uh, rare and, Mm -hmm. and hard to come by. And are any of them maybe still out there? I, you know, I don't know. Maybe, or maybe they have since gone extinct, but it happened as recently as the 70s or the 80s. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where Mm -hmm. some of that stuff, some of those sightings maybe were legitimate, but they've since all died out. You know, that could be possible. Um, Or, like you said, they're they're still there. They're still, I won't say thriving. They probably (laughs) couldn't be thriving, but... You know, struggling. <laughs> um, but I, struggling in whatever way, <laughs> as we all are. Um, join the club. Join the club, Sasquatch. You know, <laughs> messing with Sasquatch. Boy, I got my own problems. Um, I will say that uh, I, I believe it is far more likely that there are anomalies within just the known animal kingdom, things like. You know, you talk about, um, yeah, like kind of offshoots of of species that we know and have been studied really well. You think of like 
great white sharks and there's all kinds of what they what they call big fish stories where like every fisherman has has a a tale that oh you wouldn't believe what i saw today is you know this giant shark and it's you know it's kind of like when you hit a hole in one on the golf course and no one else was there to see it right Mm -hmm. um so you don't put a lot of stock in those things but i just feel like statistically they have to be out there like we think of you know great white sharks as topping out at I don't know, 20, 25 feet or whatever, but does that therefore mean it's impossible that there is like a 30 foot, even one, like even one in the entire world right now, somewhere in the vastness of the ocean. I just think in the same way that there are, you know, seven foot tall people and they, human beings that, and they represent such a tiny population, a, a tiny portion of the entire human population that's got to be true of the animal kingdom as well right sometimes shit like that just happens mm-hmm. whether it's due to a uh like a, a a pituitary tumor or whatever some kind of anomalies just these things do occur and uh i think stuff like that would terrify us a lot more <laughs> if we knew if we knew the extent of that, you know what I mean? Again, even if there's just one, okay, well, that's um, that's one really enormous uh, great white shark that is out there somewhere in the world um, that could potentially happen upon a human being. Say the same thing about, like, a crocodile or, you know, a, an anaconda. I know your favorite snakes, right? Uh-huh. Um, there's just, like, you know, and, and we don't we don't find them because again, it's it's just a it's just a numbers game, and it's so it is so rare that it will never be discovered until it is. You know what I mean? Like you can't just search and find it. It's it's just you're never gonna it's never gonna happen. But um, I mean, it could be out there, and it, it could be as simple as somebody picks up something like on a drone. There's all kinds of crazy drone footage, right? <laughs> when you're not even looking for anything, you're just fucking around with a drone and it's like, holy shit, did you see the size of that crocodile on the banks or whatever? <laughs> and it's like, I didn't even know we had crocodiles in this in this body. Right? And it's stuff like that is happening all the time just because we are getting more and more footage from places that people just are not there. You know, we don't inhabit, we don't go there. We just, you know, um, I think the bottom of the ocean is another one where you're going to see more and more of this as, as more exploration takes place, we're going to find things that are absolutely terrifying (laughs) that are perfectly natural phenomenon. So that's the kind of stuff that probably gives me pause and, and freaks me out a little bit more than is this real or is that real? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As uh, these FBI agents or local <laughs> townspeople pursue what looks to be a werewolf. I don't know what this is. I think so. Might be a Rougarou. Uh, Rougarou, yes. A great Louisiana swamp creature, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you think of the Rougarou? You think he's real? You know me, I think all this shit's real. You think it's all real. It's all yeah. real. I like to believe it. 
I, I, I like rigorous because I think it's very fun to say that. <laughs> it is fun to say. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's so, like, it has a little bit of that werewolf part, too. Like, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a little bit of a hybrid, probably more werewolf than, than like, a Bigfoot, but it's like a swamp creature. Um, right, a, a werewolf of, of yeah. the uh, the bayou, if you will. Bayou, yes. Bayou. Um, and it's <laughs> I want to have an experience. Like I want to have a story, but it's like I'm not gonna make up a story. But like mm-hmm. all these people have stories and it's like I it, it I don't know. I, I get maybe it's just I'm too gullible. But <laughs> <laughs> You still have too much faith in humanity, I think is the problem. But I don't really, but I don't, <laughs> I, maybe I just like scary stories. Maybe that's oh, yeah. it. Oh, um, yeah. I'm always down to hear one of these stories. I, I think they're fun and fascinating and interesting. I just, mm-hmm. I guess I just stopped short of believing them. Um, it's sort of like, I don't know, it, it's weird where we all draw our lines. Uh-huh. Like, I, I say... Um, uh, like faster than light travels, a little bit of a, a no go for me. But and and yet I'm like okay with oh it could be an interdimensional rift or something. Like I don't know, I don't know why the one is easier to swallow right. than the other. There may be some weird scientific reason that makes one more plausible than the other. I I couldn't tell you. Um. But it's a little bit arbitrary where we make these boundaries. Like, I, I kind of am more I, – I definitely do not think we're alone in the world in the grand scheme of things. You know what I mean? As far as mm-hmm. is there other life out there, mm-hmm. I think, yes, absolutely there has to be. For the same reason I say there's all kinds of undiscovered natural phenomenon on this planet. It's just a numbers game. Um, statistically, I, I think there must be – and there must be other life in this universe. Now, can it reach us? Can we reach them? I kind of don't think so, at least not yet. Um, maybe someday. But um, at the same time, you, if you ask me about uh, ghosts, I'm like, ghosts are bullshit. You know, like I just <laughs> I, I just think that's absolute bullshit. Right. Um so, and everybody's got a ghost story, right? So, yeah, it's it's just one of those things. We all have our uh, our, our hang-ups, you know, for personal and other reasons, I guess. Um, and I, maybe some of this is just, like, morality tales, right? Isn't, like, isn't mm-hmm. a lot of folklore. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, you, you sort of wonder, like, is there an agenda behind this yeah. story? Like, is this trying to... Is this trying to get something across? And if there is, then I'm like, okay, you just lost me, you know? But there are fun ones, too, like the new Jersey Devil. Yeah, Jersey Devil is kind of crazy. It is really Uh, crazy. It was definitely in, again, that that library book that I remember so well. (laughs) Um, I I think that was – but I – you know, and I wonder how many of these things – are just, again, different interpretations of the same supposed creature, right? Like, Uh 
a Jersey Devil to me kind of sounds a little bit similar to a, a Chupacabra, the uh, the goat sucker. Right? Yeah, except for um, the wings part. Well, I, I've heard stories where it doesn't have wings, though, necessarily. It's like everybody has their own kind of what. You know, what I saw it was similar to that, but it didn't have wings. And it's like, all right, so, you know, we, we, we almost... Listen to this description. This is what Wikipedia <laughs> says. The common description of bipedal kangaroo-like with a horse... This is the Jersey Devil. Yes, with a okay. horse or goat-like head, leathery mm-hmm. bat-like wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands... Legs with cloven hooves and a forked tail. Now look, that's too many just, things on it's one. It's too day. many things. Yeah, it's too many things. That's why I'm like, no. <laughs> it's Absolutely it's too many not. things that don't go together. You know, <laughs> like there would have to be like a massive breakdown in in. And nature. like biology and nature, mm. which it is New Jersey, so that is very <laughs> possible. Yes. Uh, but still, that's why I'm like, no, this mm-hmm. is uh, people, too much. They just own it or something. There's there's something in the Pine Barrens. There's some sort of swamp gas or <laughs> there's a gas leak. Yeah. There's there's some sort of collective thing happening with these people, but I do enjoy the stories of Jersey Devil. So I guess I do have a little bit of objectivity. See, so it could be real, but it's not composed of that many different parts, let's say. Maybe. Um, So creepy this episode. Yeah, I know, right? And so like the the whole legend of the Jersey Devil was that there was a lady who had 12 kids. And when she found out she was having another kid, she said, fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I cursed this child and it will be the devil. I mean, I would imagine I would have had it too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no ma'am, no thank you. And so she cursed it when it was born and then that's what she gave birth to. Hmm. Wow. That's, so that's uh, a fun story. That's intense. I mean, to curse yeah. your own child, that's, that's a lot to wish upon. Uh, she your, had your own kids. Yeah. Who wants to give birth to that thing, though? Oh, I know, right? Hmm. Cloven hooves. You know what scares me is that, again, I, I kind of go more for, the, like, the existential terrors, I think. Um, like, the world, the, the planet like just Like, giving birth to day. a devil? Well, like, yeah, well, that would do it. Um, or the planet just exploding one day. No. Um, <laughs> but, no, like, I always say, like, I I try to put science first and, and huh. lead with science and, and fall back when I can't explain something on, on science. And it's like... Um, that's great. I think it's it's a very useful tool, but um, science can't account for everything and mm-hmm. can't answer every question. And at the end of the day, they're just theories, right? I, I say just theories. We're pretty sure about some things. Like I, I kind of think we probably got this gravity thing figured out. Um, but 
what if there is some big fundamental law of science when you get like out into the Stephen Hawking world of science, okay? Uh-huh. Particle physics, stuff like that, where it's even acknowledged by, and they will they will even acknowledge like at a certain level, the things that we kind of believe and think we know about our universe do start to break down when you look at mm-hmm. like how these sub 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 atomic particles behave like it's not really the way mm-hmm. we think they should and that just sort of makes me wonder like what if we got some really big idea like really really wrong <laughs> in the way that like the way people thought the world used right. to be flat is right. really really wrong you know and right. I don't know how pervasive that. Oh, I'm sure that, that's the case. I mean, like, there's you know, no doubt to me. And it's the type of thing that a thousand years from now, we look back on this time period and they go, can you believe they thought Ooh, whatever? What the fuck are they doing? Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, this episode is wild. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, we are, I just think that we are really, really wrong about at least one thing. Yes, I and we don't know it. We don't know in what way we're wrong. But if we knew, it would scare the absolute shit out of us. Because <laughs> it would well, just invalidate like everything yeah. you thought you knew about. I don't know the mm-hmm. fabric of the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. well, isn't like, oh, that I, one of the excuses for you know not telling the public about UFOs? Is it would break our brains to know that we're up. not. In the universe, and I, and I feel like that's not the case anymore. Right. Well, especially if they're having these congressional hearings saying, yeah, we don't fucking know either. Yeah. Um, can you guys tell us? Like, I don't know, come forward with your UFOs, with your crazy UFO stories, basically. It was like, we're all about disclosure now, because, I don't know, whoever knew where the bodies were, they're dead now. So, <laughs> we're as lost as oh everyone else. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sorry, this episode's creeping me out. Mm-hmm. I really have no memory of it. I have a vivid memory of this. I don't know if I should trust my memory of it, but oh. um, yeah. Um, like I said, it was a big deal at the time. Eaten was, alive by that thing. Okay. Yeah, because it was sort of like because it's weird. It was promoted as one of those monster of the week episodes, but it was a bigger deal because. David Duchovny was back, mm-hmm. and you know he wasn't back for good. But anything that, any way that he was involved with the show was treated as a big deal, um, you know, from this season on, really. Which he's kind of barely been in it. So. Yeah, right. He's barely been in this episode. But um, oh look, the lone gunman. This was back when I like those guys. Conspiracy theorists were kind of like, um, I don't know, thought of as like almost folk heroes in a way. And now it's like when you hear someone's a conspiracy theorist, you're like, I wish you died of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, this is the worst people on the planet. But back I, in the 90s, it was it like, oh, you've got, some, you know? you've got some interesting ideas. You might be onto something. You're... A reasonably intelligent person. You gave me something to think about. Now it's like, what is wrong with you? You know, uh, you're a hateful bigot. You're a piece of shit. Like, 
I just think it just depends on what the conspiracy is. Like, not all of them are, mm-hmm. you know, terrible. Yeah, not all of them are created equal, but, I mean, there are some real... Yeah. I, I would I would put it this way. It's a very, being a conspiracy theorist is a very polluted brand. Mm. <laughs> like, if I had a lot of weird beliefs, but none of them involved um, uh, child trafficking and 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 uh, pizza kitchens or um, anything involving the Jews, which you know you never mm-hmm. say the Jews in front of anything and win an argument as. Dave Chappelle pointed out in his SNL monologue, Mm -hmm. um, you know, these are really just shitty beliefs, shitty ideas. And you don't have to believe any of that, but you're like, I believe this and that and the other, and those are all conspiracies. It's like, I kind of don't want to identify as a conspiracy theorist, though. Mm -hmm. It's just guilty by association. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, how, how the times have changed, you know. This was still, was this the 90s? I think we're in the 2000s now on this episode of the X-Files. I think it was at least 2001. Probably. Because this is their second to last season. Before the, yeah, they went nine. And then those little revivals they did. But anyway, um, all right, what other cryptids you, you got? What, what else do you uh, are you fascinated by? Well, uh, w- there's a lot of, you know, the lake monster. Ah, the lake aquatic cryptids. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nessie. Nessie, and there's all kinds. Um, what was, uh, I think I saw like a uh, Honey Island swamp monster. Mm, mm-hmm. That was on the website that you shared with yeah, me earlier. Yeah, so, yeah. I went through that. Um, I was trying to find this other weird name. Uh, I like the uh, the the North American version of Nessie, a uh, champ. Champ, in, in Lake Champlain. Yes, that's mm-hmm. yeah. Lake Champlain. Um, Which that is, I mean, all the great looks lakes. exactly like Nessie yeah. from yeah. this this little drawing. Uh, I, I, I mean. I feel like that. The ocean is terrifying. I mean, let's say. Yes. It. I feel like it's messy. As and, like... and better than space, according to some people. But no. we'll, not, yeah. we'll not entertain that argument <laughs> right now. It's like the Bigfoot version underwater. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. the little missing link, like a dinosaur version of us. You know what I mm, I see what sense? you mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're going Yeah, the, the, um, the aquatic equivalent of Bigfoot. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, kind of equally famous, right? I mean, everybody's heard of the Loch Ness Monster. Listen, at the uh, the great theme park uh, here in Virginia, known as Bush Gardens, um, yes. they have or had, I don't know if they're still there, but um, their cl- two classic roller coasters were uh, the Loch Ness Monster and uh, the Big Bad Wolf. Um I don't think they had a Bigfoot, actually. Um, I'm thinking of something else. But, you know, when, when you're popular enough to inspire a, a theme park ride, I mean, that's that's pretty well imprinted on the public consciousness. I think so, too. Um, which At I the love. end of the day, um, this planet is like two-thirds ocean water, 
Right. Water. Water. Um, so it's, uh, just on that basis, it's probably more plausible that there's some of this, some of these aquatic uh, cryptids mm-hmm. maybe more likely than some of the um, more terrestrial so. ones. So, I mean, there's just so much that's gone unexplored in our oceans. Um, God, the the sea serpents. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the long list of aquatic sea creatures. And what again, you, think, you wonder. What do you mm-hmm. think about exploiting that, like making it a tourist attraction and making money off of the idea or the existence of the cryptid? Um. I mean, I think it's hard not to, especially when it's that it's kind of exploiting the unknown. It's it's not like victimless uh, crime. It's yeah. As far as we know, yeah. Good point. It, as far as we know, it is to this point a victimless crime. Now, if they've got uh, Nessie being held somewhere in captivity, <laughs> and uh, I don't know, are charging people exorbitant <laughs> amounts of money. To have their picture taken, that's um, that's exploitative in a way that's you know pretty perverse and unethical. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as we know, it's eh, you know it's it's kind of you're you're at you're, as a consumer, it's it's sort of like um, pay us this money at your own risk mm-hmm. because it's, it's a sham. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're probably not going to walk you, away with... Are you leeching on these poor believers like you're, you know, are you taking advantage of the poor people who have mental illness and believe in it? Um, I mean, look, are you, 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 by your own admission, believe in all this stuff. So right. are you going to, are you going to part with your money for, come see uh, the, the great, uh, lake monster of Lake Champlain. I mean, yes, what if they did a, that's on my a boat tour? Yes. That's on your bucket list. And okay. there's no guarantees that you're going to see anything. It's just they offer a tour, mm-hmm. and and that's that's the object of the tour. And you're going to pay that money, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to feel taken advantage of after the fact? Maybe. <laughs> 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 no, I'll just be like, ah. You're Damn. not. You're not going to feel taken. You're going to be like, well, that was a waste of money, but I don't care. I figured it would be going in, right? You never know. You don't know until you know. You're right. So, I mean, look, it's not their fault that you're that willing to part with your money, right? <laughs> sure not. I mean, again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't offer any guarantees. They probably don't offer a money back either. I just think that whole idea is fascinating. It's the like I was saying yeah. about the Bigfoot thing, like even and not even to the extreme of Bigfoot, like risking your whole life to go on these expeditions, but even something like a, you know, wasting a hundred dollars that you probably didn't need to waste. Like, what is it that makes us do this crap? I am, at the end of the day, a little bit. Um cynical as you know and mm. i look at these people who say with all sincerity that they've devoted their life to the exploration and the study and eventual 
capture, perhaps, of, mm-hmm. of Bigfoot. And I kind of got to feel like they know what they're doing. Like, once those cameras stop rolling, they're like, all right, uh, let's uh, hit Waffle House and, um, you know, uh Crack some beers and uh, we'll do this You're again. You're saying like, I'm being naive about their intentions about Bigfoot. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it, okay. it depends on the extent of perhaps your faith and, and their uh, sincerity. Yeah. But like, I, I mean, look, it's same thing with like these these ghost hunter guys, right? They, they can't. I mean, they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucks do, but there are people who are true believers that's who i mean you know the true believers the true believers not wanting to be part of the scam because Mm. there are the true believers how do you separate the two though i mean i think you've just got to spend some time with them right and see for yourself you can't really go off of a, a tv show because so much is very easily manipulated for the camera, no, like right? just like stories, like just mm-hmm. I don't know. It, yeah, it, it would still be a thing, you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I um again, I, I I definitely enjoy the stories, the testimonials, but I, I guess I just liken them to anything else, like campfire tales. You know, just mm-hmm. I think we all have those uh those campfire tales. You sit around and tell ghost stories and stuff like that. And it's fun. But um, I don't think I'm going to walk away with a complex belief system about much of it. <laughs> um, did I ever tell well, you? I feel like I must have told you at some point. The, uh, I don't think I should repeat this, actually, but what the hell? I guess I have to now. Um, the Legend of the Penis Man. Uh, I feel like I would remember that probably. You feel like you would remember that. Uh, so I'm sure I was very drunk. If I told this story, I was very drunk. Um, so you may have been very drunk <laughs> in hearing the right. story. I, anyway, that, that clouds both of our, our memories. Um, so growing up, I mean, this is when I was a little kid. It would have been around the same time I'm renting this library book from uh, being in elementary school. Um I think I've I've told you a time or two that I would catch the bus before and after school at, at mm-hmm. um my my cousin's house. He was, you know, a year older than me. We went to the same school, you know, hung out together um after school before and after school basically. And his backyard in that house um basically opened up into a, a big creek that I mean spanned you could follow this creek, and I, I don't know where it ultimately led out, but it was just one of those things when, um, during that time period, when it's it's the early 90s, and you've got pretty hands-off parents that would just tell you, go outside and do something, leave me alone. Um, the creek was basically our playground, right? I mean, it's just, there was a lot, a lot. Creek, yes. The creek. Um, and we had, like, little... Uh, I mean, we would have like weird inside joke names for different landmarks kind of around the creek. It's just, it was a whole kind of ecosystem onto itself. And so my, my cousin, my big cousin, Ryan, um, who's been a part of many stories I feel like I've told, (laughs) 
said, um, and we're probably, what age are we at this point? I don't know. Probably I'm six, he's seven, you know, that young, right? Little kids says, Hey, you know, when you're, when you're, um, when you're playing, uh, at the creek, you know, make sure, Crick, uh, mm-hmm. make sure you watch out for the penis man. <laughs> and I was like, do what? So the penis man. It, and it was sort of like, I guess it was sort of like his version of, of a boogeyman, but it was a, a, a monster, um, a humanoid shaped monster mm-hmm. that you would think is, is like a giant penis, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no. It is it is a a monster that is made entirely of penises. Oh, like um, so it's fingers. Or... Yeah, it, so its fingers are penises. Like okay. its its entire arm is. One. It, it's just made of penises, oh, not okay. any overly large penises, just okay. a collection of dicks. Okay. Kind of like um, have you ever noticed uh, when you watch <laughs> the, the shutter like group chat <laughs> is made of penises? Yes. Um, <laughs> You ever noticed that at the shut? This is a weird example, but at the Shutter login screen, the streaming service Shutter, when you go to login, there's all kinds of just like different characters and monsters and Uh stuff. And there's one that's made of teeth, Teeth. like human teeth. Um, Yes. So picture that, but they're dicks instead of teeth. Okay. So and it's just like you know they're not. Picturing yes. Sure. They're not overly large teeth, so these are not extraordinarily large penises. It's just normal, average-sized penises, but so many of them, and in such a collection, that is that it is a, a sentient being. Um, I don't know exactly what uh, the penis man's end goal was, but I don't know. I guess the idea is if you saw a penis man in the wild, you would naturally want to run from it. Um. So yeah, it would be like one. It would just be this like kind of running joke almost that I I feel like went on for. I mean, I, I say years. It probably just felt like years back then because time works differently when you're a little kid. It, we would just be nutsing around doing whatever outside around the creek, and he would say, "Oh shit, there's a penis man," and I'd go where and turn around. And I'd see nothing, of course, but we'd all run away screaming, right? Because mm-hmm. there's the penis. We wouldn't, like, actually be scared, but it was just a, a way to, I don't know, like, kind of freak ourselves out for, yeah, yeah. for a split second and then go back to whatever we were doing. And, um. Well, penises are very scary, so. Uh, yeah, um, especially w- when you're that age. Um. And I, I think that he said one day, I mean, the legend of the penis man ended when he said, well, you know, um, uh, George, his stepdad, George, actually had a run in with the penis man um, when he was out doing yard work and, and he killed him with a chainsaw. He he cut all the penises um, with the chainsaw and, and killed him. So that was the end of the penis man. Wow. Um, Nothing yeah. fucked up going on there at all. So well, I yeah, I, I kind of wonder today, like, what? <laughs> the fuck, man? I read too much into those, like, <laughs> uh, just one of those. You didn't have any like follow up questions um, at the time, though. Today, many. That... Um, <laughs> Seems I'll like you to... would have been like, 
Uh, I feel like I always make it a point to ask about that, and I just forget. Um, but it's like, uh, and at the same time, I mean, what do you even ask? But um, it's one of those, like, that was the ending to, uh, to the story. And it's like, I don't know, kids do have a vivid imagination, but that's vivid in a very unusual direction. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, we were just weird. Well, also, it's dudes have this fixation. Oh, yeah. I mean, little boys are obsessed with dicks anyway, yeah. so it's like, whatever. <laughs> doesn't make sense when you just say that. They are. I mean, it's like, from that age, it's just, and it's something that, I mean, we talk about, like, the difference between uh, little kids. At, at the same age, you take a girl and you take a boy, and it's like, there's something about, you can, you can I think you could civilize a, a girl child a lot faster and sooner than you get a boy child. And it just... I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's biology. I don't know if that's sociology. It's just what we accept from one gender versus the other. But, yep. you know, these little little boys are just screaming maniacs obsessed with dicks. <laughs> it's just like, well, that's just what boys are like. And it's like, how is that acceptable? Like, how is that in any way fucking, like, if that was well, a girl, do you know how badly we would shame her? Like, yeah, yeah. Run around, oh, look at that pussy. Oh, run <laughs> my pussy all over everything. Ah. Like, that would be so wildly unacceptable, right? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we got on this stop Because of the penis man. <laughs> so, but anyway. Um, boys are disgusting and obsessed with dicks. And <laughs> there may be a penis man somewhere in <laughs> southern Chesterfield County. Um or at least parts of a penis man buried somewhere. I do, I just, after being hacked up by a chainsaw. Well. Uh, Think about how the dick blood would have squirted I, every, I, like when you, you know, I, I mean, that's a, that's a very, um, I, I'm not saying they were, they were engorged hard dicks or anything, but I mean, you cut a, you cut a penis <laughs> off and that, that sucker's going to bleed. I mean, oh, well, that, that's I a bleed. Right? Yeah. There's that many of them? Oh, my God. That's uh, horrifying. What are we doing? <laughs> Do you have any, any stories like that growing up? Thanks. Thanks for the legend of the penis monster. Yeah. Penis man. Penis man. Sorry. I may have called it the penis monster. <laughs> but, I mean, doesn't everybody have like those little local – they're not even – they're so hyper-local that it's just within your own circle of friends or family. Uh, yeah, my cousin would um, joke about – I'm trying to even remember what he called it now. Shit. Swamp donkey. Swamp donkey. <laughs> Swamp donkey. There you go. Same thing. So it was kind of like um, moss-covered, like hunchback. Ooh kind of situation. Is it more of a donkey or more of a person? It's like a cross between. Wow. That's upsetting. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, some, I mean, you talk about... We had a crick, too, and it was creepy down there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love a crick, though. We had one, which I, which was kind of, talk about campfire tales that literally was told around the campfire um when we would go camping at this place called bugs island where i 
that's where I stuffed in hot coals or I walked on hot coals and um, inadvertently, mind you, and do not recommend that <laughs> really sucked. But um, the night before that happened, we were telling ghost stories and stuff. And I, I cannot repeat this one because it, it's, it's incredibly racist, actually. Um, and it was like one of those, I didn't think anything of it at the time as a little kid. Uh, but looking back, you, you start to realize, uh, again, like, oh, you start to see like there's a agenda behind this, Mm -hmm. you know, this is, and in this case, it was a very, um, again, very bigoted, very, um, inappropriate story to tell anyone, let alone a little kid. So, right. Yeah, talk about, again, some of these hyper-local legends. Yeah, uh, there's probably a lot of legends like that where I'm from that I don't even want to know about. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know where I, like, just have a racial element to them, and you're Uh like, oh, I really am from the shithole armpit of America. Cool. Pretty much. (laughs) Let's uh, find something fun to end on. Jesus Christ. Yeah, please. Down a whole thing. Something not involving dicks or racism. Well, shit. Uh, I know that rules out a lot of our uh, repertoire. (laughs) (laughs) What else do we even talk about? What else do we even have? Right? Um, Why aren't there more movies about this stuff? Oh, I that guess is a great question. question. So, like, again, we were talking about you know the Mothman prophecies. We mm-hmm. couldn't find it, couldn't watch it anywhere, and it's like, oh, well, what's something like that? And it's like, uh, mm-hmm. Harry and the Hendersons. I like, mean, like wh- this random episode of X. This fucking random episode of the X. Yeah, just one of the newer episodes of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix has a pretty good little episode. Ooh. Okay. All right. I like where this is headed because you mentioned you'd been watching Unsolved Mysteries again. They had a new drop of episodes recently, and I feel like that quality took a dip. Um, I mean, we did a dedicated episode of this mm-hmm. podcast about the revived Unsolved Mysteries where we solved the mysteries, didn't we? We did. Mm-hmm. We did. And there were another batch of episodes after that where we were not interested enough to right. solve those mysteries. Right. I mean, I still watch them, but yeah. I still watch them too, but they just, they, they really did not grab me. And so I was like, well, I guess that was fun while it lasted, but sounds like they're back and they're good again. I, I super enjoyed them. Um, Mm. there was one that went like a whole different way than I thought it started out as a, um, sort of a, demon slash poltergeist uh slash sort of uh ghost story and then it turned into a true crime story Mm, so okay that was very interesting and then there was like a ufo episode that i really enjoyed and there were some really heartbreaking ones that were extremely sad um, mm. but fascinating from true crime uh, standpoint. So gotcha. I thought that they were better by a lot. Did they have any follow-ups from, mm. 
earlier episodes because that's a, a thing that the old school show would do not that from I time recall. to time. Not hmm. that I recall. Um. All right. Well, maybe that's something to watch while uh, while I enjoy my Thanksgiving break. And also, there are many, many good podcasts, you know, about this. I mentioned Art Bell, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of those tapes are there. And um, one of my favorites, more comedy-leaning, and it's where I found out about the Art Bell tapes. Anyway, uh, Necronomopod is one of my favorite mm, podcasts. Yeah. And they had a whole Bigfoot episode. and um they do all this stuff. So it's just cool, you know, and I I, I think it's just the, the folklore lover in me and, like, all the storytelling and the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. weird believer in me, even though I am also very much cynical. Well, look, a good story is a good story at the right. end of the day. Like the Bible, right. you know? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's kind of poorly written, to be honest with uh, you. Um, just, you know. Like structurally, it like, could be better. Like two and a half stars. <laughs> yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, Ge- yeah. Let's. Um, okay. I mean, come on. It's it's no Lord of the Rings. I mean, let's face it. It's no Song of Fire and Ice. So, do you feel that we've educated anyone on cryptids tonight? Um, no, but I think they. <laughs> Uh, probably have some uh, weird feelings about us as people, um, uh, which is what well, I. That's one hundred percent already true. Yeah, I was gonna say like that's usually what I hope to accomplish with this okay. with this podcast. Like, if you haven't listened to this show before, you're like, who the fuck are these? Um, <laughs> but if you're a regular listener, I mean, I don't think you've necessarily learned anything you didn't know already. But um, yeah, I, I I think uh like anything this this show says a lot more about um who you and I are than than maybe it does our our topic because uh Well, I mean obviously, we are at the end of the day um idiots, so <laughs> we are very dumb. And mm-hmm. your point about, you know, if if this is the first episode of Talking Pop that anyone has listened to, I feel Badly. Maybe the last, I don't know. I feel badly for that because you probably didn't even make it this far. And um, if you did, we have a whole bunch of archive. <laughs> we have a whole bunch of these episodes uh, available, but just not on this feed. So, um, anybody want Right, yeah, irregularly. <laughs> yes. A few of them are on this feed, but... Um, if you want past episodes of um, Talking Pop, which who doesn't, um, hit me up. <laughs> this uh, this podcast is really the the neighborhood um, whore. The way it's been mm. passed around from one feed to the next, I right. feel like. Look. <laughs> but it's me and you, so yeah. That's that's not to shame sex work or anything. No. I'm just saying it's it's a real pass Very around. That's what it means. It's a real pass around kind of show, is what I'm saying. Um, everybody takes a turn, is that right? Everybody gets a turn. Oh, um, yeah. Even so, Rudy uh, got a turn. So, yeah. Oh yeah, he sure did. 
Well, speaking of that, maybe, I mean, sometimes with this show, we have a guest. Um, I mean, I've been feeling particularly antisocial here lately. I don't know about you. Um, but perhaps if we do another episode, it will be with a guest. And we'll, uh, I mean, talk about something entirely different because that's how that's how it works on Talking Pop. Yes, we are pretty much overdue for an interview. So hopefully we can do that. Yeah, just got to find the right guest. All right. Well, thank you for indulging me uh, this episode with all these random, weird things that I wanted no, it's to great. I love talk about. Yeah. You always indulge me, and I always appreciate it. And you're always down to talk about whatever nonsense comes into my head. Yeah. I mean, I, I usually – I mean, we're pretty like-minded when it comes to the things we're interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it – Makes for an easy conversation. What else you got in the way of podcasting? Oh, okay. So, uh, I have on our sister podcast uh, network called Place Me Nation Wrestling a pair of wrestling, pro wrestling related podcasts. Those are both with you, Jenny, and they are called PTV NXT. Uh, our dear friend. Jacob Williams, the, the Rougarou himself, um, joins us for each and every episode of that great show. Uh, and we have talking WCW as well. That is with, uh, Greg Phillips in our third seat. Both of those, again, you can find monthly or semi-monthly on Place to Be Nation Wrestling. Uh, I do a nine, a Beverly Hills 90210 retrospective with JT Rosero and a special guest each episode. Jenny, you've been on it um, a time or two, and you'll be on mm-hmm. it again in the future, certainly. Uh, but that's just going through each and every episode of the original Beverly Hills 90210. We are making good progress in the second season now. Uh, the summer beach club episodes, kind of that first few, first seven episodes of that season are just about behind us. Sadly, but uh, we'll be starting up a new school year, um, a second junior year, in fact, for the gang. Oh, boy. For most of the Because <laughs> that's how you do it back then. Um, you can find that. It, it's called 9021 NOSO. So just search 9021 NOSO and, and you'll find that. It's on its own dedicated podcast network. Um, and I have a new comics centered podcast at least i call it a podcast we did a pilot i'll say that Mm -hmm. much we did a pilot myself and sean kidd um along with uh, scott shiflett and believe it or not andy atherton reading Mm -hmm. dipping his his foot into the well of comics for the first time uh who joined us kind of indulged us in a lot of ways because me and sean can go some places when we talk comics but um that's what we're doing we're just talking some old comics basically and you can find that uh, on the Place to Be Nation pop feed. So that's another sister-affiliated network of ours, uh, Place to Be Nation pop. And, and the show is called <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Comic Arcs. So, oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's all in the name, right? We'll see if we get another episode, but do check out the pilot. Let us know. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Uh, Twitter, if it still exists by the time you're hearing this, 
Um, I can be found at Syke68CYKE68 on Twitter. Um, in theory, if it goes away, oh well. Oh well. Uh, well. Whatever. <laughs> How's that feel to be back in the comics um, podcast? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It felt real good. Um, yeah. For that episode, I I kind of see Sean had been at me to to start the show for a while and. I kept sort of gently um, beating him off with a stick, yeah, beating him <laughs> off. Um, gently. Because I was like, I'm not, you know, I just, I'm doing too many podcasts as it is. It's going to be probably a scheduling hassle. And, you know, I just, I don't think I want to do it unless I can be fully committed to it. And he wore me down. Mm-hmm. And I said yes, but I said, I'll do this on the condition that our first episode is this and i'm not going to tell you what what the topic was it's okay. you can find out for yourself jenny i'll tell you but i'm, I'm not going to tell the people it's, it's probably not going to mean anything to most people but i said this is this is a story that um is uh number one near and dear to my heart number two absolutely ridiculous and mm-hmm. uh i kind of insist that we do it so we did and and because i sort of foisted that on the group, I, I hosted the episode, which it's been a while since I kind of actually hosted a podcast from end to end. Um, so that was a good experience as well. Just kind of, kind of taking the lead on something, you know what I mean? So yeah, it was, I, I mean, comics just, it's, and I use this example within the, the show itself. I'm like, you know how you're not supposed if if you're a person who has multiple children you're you're not supposed to pick a favorite kid mm-hmm. um but everyone has a favorite kid obviously mm-hmm. and uh it's probably very obvious which is your favorite and and comics are like that to me and to the rest of my hobbies and interests it's it's ah. the clear it's the clear runaway favorite and, and all my other interests just have to sit there and take it you know what i mean <laughs> they just have to deal with this Take a back seat. Fuck off. Like movies. Go to your room. Go to your room. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. TV. Sit in the corner. <laughs> like no comics are are here. And well, I'm excited to hear that, and I'm even more excited to hear that you were leading that show and the host of it. Yeah, I mean, and it's a lot. I mean, there's um, it's not just talking about the the story itself. It's talking about um kind of the story around the story mm-hmm. and the context and just what comics were like at this because it's from it's from 1992 okay mm-hmm. so this is a very different <laughs> comics market it's one that doesn't exist anymore and if you weren't there you probably don't know a whole lot about it so it's designed to be a little bit educational mm-hmm. um for people who just weren't there, right? I mean, this was, these are like the earliest comics I ever read, but mm-hmm. a lot of people were not even born at, at that time. Um, it, and, you know, in Scott Shiflett's case, he was like, yeah, I was two years old. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> I was, you know, th- this was That's not on my radar. So, yeah, we, we get a lot into that background. It's so it, kind of a dense, kind of a dense info dump of a podcast, but I, mm-hmm. Tried to tried to keep it interactive, and you know you'll let us know how we did. I'm sure I will. I it's certainly a, will. It's a pilot, so 
maybe it, maybe it was terrible and we don't do anymore, but uh, we'll see. You got to work on that name, maybe. Um, no, the, the name we're kind of in love with. Okay. <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of we're kind of attached to the name. I'm not gonna lie. All right, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm probably gonna say it wrong every episode too. Probably. And that's fine. Uh, every Wednesday here on the North South Connections, Jenny position. Um, been having a lot of your about Pluto episodes. Uh, those have been good. And I'm just going to keep them coming. Just all of my regular shows and maybe a fun wild card like this every now and then. A wild card, yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find me on Twitter if it's still there, at Jane uh, alrighty. We'll see you next time. Ta-ta for now. Maybe I wanna be a cryptid. Maybe I don't wanna exist in this world. And everyone's comments sending the scars. And everyone lies and says, be who you are. What if I wanna be a cryptid? Maybe my ideal body is big fuss. But I'd still hate my body if I grew wings and disappeared into the sky I don't think anybody's words would matter when I could swoop down and kill them from 30 feet high So when I feel sad, I'll screech in the night Confuse all my neighbors and give them a fright And wonder why they think I'm a little strange Maybe I can't be a supermodel skinny kind of pretty girl Maybe I wanna be a cryptid Maybe I don't wanna exist in this world When everyone's comments turn into scars And everyone lies and says be who you are What if I wanna be a cryptid Maybe my ideal body is Mothman Wishing I could melt into swamps Meteorite eyes can't see beauty standards And stealing someone's skin would hide all my flaws Maybe I can't be a supermodel skinny kind of pretty girl Maybe I wanna be a cryptid Maybe I don't wanna exist in this world When everyone's comments turn into scars When everyone